Hello, everyone. My name is Leon, and thank you for tuning into season two, episode three of More to It, a podcast about perspective. You ever reflect back on a moment or a cluster of moments and think, that's an experience I'll never forget. And I don't mean one of those gimmicks that companies charge an absurd amount of money for because the goal is to make money off of convincing you it's an experience. I mean, a genuine experience, like, let's say, all the moments leading up to a graduation day, or all the moments leading up to meeting your favorite artist in person for the first time. I could go on and on. But the point I'm getting at is, like, experience is just something that you can't, it's not a manufactured thing. It's not something you could sell to somebody. It's not something that, you know, you could promise someone. It's just something that, I, I guess it's just something you just take away from life. And I kind of want to get into that a little bit this episode. And I think I found the perfect person to return from season one. Because he's been through some some interesting things as of lately. But yes, welcome back to the show, Garvin. What's up? <laughs> Thank you for coming back to the show more than anything. My pleasure. So you graduated yeah. not too long ago. And that day was Wow. That day was something, wasn't it? You can you can tell everybody about it, but um let's start with the graduation part. Yeah. The entire feeling of graduation, right, was immeasurable. What made it so special is because, like, me being, you know, the class clown that I was growing up, Mm -hmm. I never thought that I would, like, graduate college, let alone do so well. And when I'm sitting there in that chair watching the speakers speak, right, we had, like, I I think two of the most prominent speakers I spoke was Eric Adams, Mm -hmm. the mayor, and then Charles Schumer, the Senate majority leader. Okay. And I'm sitting with these fellow graduates and... To be fair, the entire time I was just joking around. Whoever was around me were... Sounds like you. Yeah, right? That sounds like you, yeah. Everybody yeah. who was around me were like dying of laughter because uh-huh. I was just like... But trying to keep it together at the I, same Yeah, time. they was trying to keep it together. Yeah, yeah. And obviously it's a boring event, right? But when you're in there, you don't, you don't think about the event itself. You just think about the milestone that you just accomplished and you're like, yo... I'm here. I'm, I'm here. I'm like, actually. I, doing I actually it. made it. You know. Yeah. Right. But not just me. It's just everybody else in this room too. Like exactly. Like we really cared enough to get to this point. And, and, look and I'll where tell you us. one thing. We all heard that vitamin C song. The graduation. Oh, As I, they played. That was the first thing they played. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, all right. Y'all really trying to get me now. To it cry really here. sets in. Y'all yeah. really trying to do yeah. this to me here, yeah. right here. It's it's. I, I can imagine it's already. Uh, it's a surreal feeling. Oh yes. Like you said, it's like, all right, now you're trying to make me cry and relax, <laughs> like chill. They almost did. <laughs> really? They almost did. I yeah. was, I was yeah. hiding in it all. I was yeah. trying to my my best to like, to like, you know, hold back the tears. Mm-hmm. Right. I cried later on, which we will talk about later. The surrealistic feeling that you mentioned, it was, it was there, and for me to be at that seat where I thought that I personally never thought I would be, you know, and the way I saw it. That's only the beginning. It's yeah. only the beginning. Isn't that crazy? I, I like to think that um, it's human nature for us to, like, once we reach something after working so hard for it, it's like, okay, well, what's next? You know, yeah. like, there's just, there's, 
always more like we, we just constantly want more it may seem like enough in someone else's eyes but to the person that has it in their possession or or that notch in their belt so to say uh it's it's like well that's uh, that's great and all but i want what is beyond this part you know beyond this milestone sorry from elementary all the way up to high school mm-hmm. i was not a very studious student right i was a clown but I was always a respectable clown, if that if that counts for anything. <laughs> yeah. But one of the colleges that I that I believe shaped the person that I am was Kingsborough, mm-hmm. right? Which is one of the community colleges in Brooklyn, one of the main ones in Brooklyn that everybody that most people who grew up in Brooklyn are familiar with. Um, and this story I didn't find out until like two weeks ago, where my aunt was telling me, "Oh yeah, your mom used to well, my mom used to take me to the college while she was a student there, which is crazy." Yeah. And then there's a funny story where she said, I bit a professor. Oh, boy. I don't know who you are, but I I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) If you're listening, you never know. (laughs) If you're not listening, I apologize to your children. (laughs) At at this point, let's hope that they're retired and is long forgotten. Yeah. But if they happen to hear this, then uh uh-oh. At least they're children. I hope hope it didn't open some, reopen some old wounds. What I believe Kingsborough is... It's, it's like what set my college career. It's basically what gave me confidence and what made me believe in my own academics, what I was capable of doing. And the fact that I went there on campus as a toddler is really what I would say started everything, right? Obviously, after I graduated from Kingsborough, I went to Brooklyn College, right, which is where I graduated from last week, which is what was giving me that that crazy surrealistic feeling because who I was as a high school student, I wasn't like, you know, I was the type of student that used to cut class, not even just cut class, I would cut school in general. Oh, yeah. Just to I, play, I, just to oh, play I, Oh, I know how that goes. Right? Oh, I know. But still, you know, there would be times where I would cut school, right, and I would be with some friends and then we would walk around the area of Brooklyn College and I used to look at the school, I was like, I don't see myself ever coming into school. The school is too, yeah. And look at that. Right? And And, not only did I get to attend the college, but to also graduate from it. Even to this day, I'm still trying to process everything that happened. And like I said, it's only the beginning. I don't even think I've even reached the milestone that I think I want to get. I'm just going to keep pushing further. Nothing wrong with that. But I I think as, as long as you remember, as long as you can remember to celebrate yourself in some shape or form, you know, I think it makes it feel a bit much more um, rewarding. That's the word I'm looking for. It makes it feel much more rewarding when you celebrate yourself or, or when you have uh, family or friends to um, to take part in that also, like to some degree. You know this already. I mean, you've been celebrating for like days now. But oh, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm still celebrating. I am i don't even think the celebration is going to stop until I go back to school again. Really? Yeah. Cause I don't blame you. I don't blame you. That's a, that's that much a, of a big deal for me. Not a lot of people can say that they've graduated college, not just yeah. once, but twice. You did yeah. it twice, you know? Yeah. Like, that's huge. For someone who didn't like being in the classroom often, you found yourself back in it as a teacher's assistant. So what made you decide that along the way in life? You know what? I would have to say there was always something in me that always wanted to be like a teacher ever since I was young. And believe it or not, I've actually, this is going to sound weird, but I'm just going to go out and share it. I've actually been teaching since I was eight years old. 
right? Which is crazy, right? So I'll, I'll explain. Um, my grandmother is from Haiti. Mm-hmm. So she used to be a part of this program, this like ESL program where she would go in like a, 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 a special school. She would learn how to speak English. And, you know, I used to love going outside with my grandmother because that, was, that used to be one of the only times where I used, you know, where I could go outside and get some fresh air. My grandmother would always take me and sometimes my little brother with us. And one time I go with her to the school and I'm actually helping her study what, you know, what they're teaching her. Because obviously I speak English and I also speak Haitian Creole. So while my grandmother is trying to figure out what they're teaching her, I'm like, I know what the teacher is trying to um, explain. It's like this. And my grandmother's, you know, she's getting the concept. And then the teacher that was in the classroom saw the way I was doing it. And the teacher was like, whoa. And then, you know, she she talks to my grandma. He's like, hey, by any chance, would your grandson be interested in being a teacher in wow. the program? Eight years old. Yeah. And, of course, my grandmother was cheesy. She's like, yeah, of course. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, you know, yeah. she was like, yes. Yeah, you know how grandparents are. Yes. They get super excited. Oh, like, she, she was, she oh, was, a, she was oh, ecstatic. that's my boy. Right? Yeah. She, yeah. Was, she, was, she was enjoying the whole, everything about it. And I did officially become a teacher. And, it, it, you know, it sounds spectacular, but, you know, I was teaching ABCs. I was teaching like some simple grammar, mm-hmm. right? But because I was bilingual and I spoke it well, thanks to my grandmother, that's one of the best gifts she's ever given to me. I was able to like articulate these type of points. I was able to, you know, make the students understand what was going on with, you know, whatever they were stuck at. All, and, I, and I've done this from eight years old all the way up till I was like, I think 13 to 16. Because there would be times where in school, they would always say, hey, you, you, you know, when you're like a senior, you got to do like some community service. Yeah. And I would always go to that that special, you know, that Benlango school to, you know, to get some of my extra credit stuff. Okay. And as a teacher in that program, I've helped three to four Haitian immigrants get their citizenship. What? Yeah, officially. And to this day... They always think, oh my God, teacher, teacher, oh my, te-. you know, they always, they always embrace me. Yeah, yeah, they always, nice. you know, every every time they see, me, oh my teacher, this is my, you know, they they they're so thankful for me, right? Because right. of like how I help them, and you know, because you know, I have a lot of patience and stuff. And from that experience, even though I did not like school, like as a student when I was in it, as a teacher, I loved it, and I and I, and I figured out why school did not work out for me, and why it also doesn't work out for everybody else. The curriculum itself is antiquated, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like failing a lot of people because the thing is, it's, it's not reaching students the way it's supposed to be reaching, like how it did back in the days. It's too, it's lifeless. And that's right, and that, right. and that's the problem that a lot of students have with it. And that's why a lot of people have lost faith in it. And I personally feel, especially now that I'm a teaching assistant, I feel like me being within the system, I can figure out a way where I can, you know, help reorient it. The, the focus of the curriculum and you know help a lot of students okay hopefully that story wasn't too long but that no that no, is, no 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 that is why no, i i, no, I got no. into like teaching it's that's, always that's been nice. it's always been something that was in me and i'll always have that story especially if i later on if i ever like within my career if i really do become like a very good teacher i could see a lot of that for you actually because you're fluent in in korean Getting pretty good at Spanish, which is crazy. <laughs> I can already see it. Eventually, I know I'm gonna have. I'm. Tomate I'm pretty sure you. Tiempo is one of my favorite. You know. Spanish what was phrases. it? Tomate tu tiempo. Okay. Which means to take your time. There you go. My favorite Spanish phrases. Take your time. All time. <laughs> I learned that like 
six weeks ago. <laughs> wow. Yeah. See what I mean? Uh, random. Yeah. No, no, no. That, that, that's cool because mm-hmm. I can already see myself learning Spanish from you. Mm-hmm. You just have this ability to teach people. I don't want to say it's effortless, but it's 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 like a part of your nature. Yeah. I guess your grandmother really no, thank embedded you it that. into you, you know? It, um, it, it, you know, it's crazy. At work today, we, we're doing something for the seniors where um, I was drawing some special pictures, right? Some mm-hmm. some characters. And then my coworkers are around me. Oh my God, you're so talented. I'm like, no, you know, talent is such a strong word. <laughs> and it's like, why Why are you not, why can't I say you're talented? I'm like, well, the thing is, the reason why I don't want to say I'm talented is because everything I can do, I can teach, right? right? I can teach how to draw. I can teach how to play guitar. Right. I can teach this and that. Right. You know, and no, you don't want to put yourself. I don't want to put myself in that pedestal. It's a skill. Yeah. But talent is such a strong, in my opinion, at least for my capabilities, such a strong thing, because it's something I can teach. I feel like talent is something that you can't teach. Right. Okay. It's it's one of those things where it's like one of those natural born gifts that some people are born with. Right. And when it comes, for that's them, what I was trying to say. Sorry, yeah. that's what I was trying to say. Your ability to teach is, is it feels like a natural born gift. That's what I was trying to say. Okay. But that I can please. accept. Okay. Yeah. Continue. You know, they would go on. Oh, Mr. G. Mr. G is what they call me. Garvin. Mm-hmm. Mr. G. I, I, I like to use my first name. So, they're, oh, Mr. G, you're so talented. I'm like, no, no, I'm not. I can teach you how to do this. It's, all it takes is a couple lessons and boom, you, you might even be better than me. Right. Some of the people that I taught how to draw actually draw better than me now. Wow. Right. Some people that showed how to play the guitar, I can say they're better than me, if not just as good or whatever. I feel like everything that I do or everything that I, you know, that people say that I'm good at, I can teach. I can teach everything that's in my mind, mm-hmm. right? And and not only can I teach it, I can teach it no matter what level person is at. There's always a way to like streamline it in a way where the person or the, you know, the student can fully grasp the the concept. It's um it's you you know the saying about uh you can lead the horse to the water but you can't make him drink it mm, yeah. i i think that's that if that's safe to say I, I think that's applied in your method it's like you can recognize the level a person is at and you can meet them at that level and then yes. kind of not tell them specifically like word for word or like mm-hmm. do it like this like this like this is how you do it yeah. and do it that way no it's more of like you kind of point them in the right direction and then you leave it up to them to decide you know like you don't ever force it onto anybody and that's that's good not only can you not force it but as like for example like let's say me as the instructor this is where it comes down to me to influence as best as i can yeah because sometimes you know there's a lot of resistance to the knowledge for example let's take algebra the student will see the symbols and oh my god they look at it as like a foreign language which it is oh that was me right for sure looking at it from a distance like no what 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 are you doing i'm not i'm not gonna get into that yeah right however if me as an instructor i can say hey no no wait 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 before you walk away from this which you can take a look at this let's not focus on the letters for now let's focus on the symbols, like the multiplication symbols. Mm-hmm. Let's focus on the parentheses, right? Okay. Let's just focus on the numbers that we're seeing, right? Mm-hmm. We understand that now. Yeah, it's like... It's gradually opening the perspective of what's Exactly. Now that you're looking at the numbers, I'm going to tell you what these letters are for, right? And you do it in a way, you, you explain it in a way, or you articulate it in a way where they can understand it. Trust me, there's always a way. There's yeah. always a way. Yeah. And, I, and I'm very good at like finding a way where 
they can understand that. And and um, you're you're very good at showing people that there's more that there's not just one single way of doing it. You know, don't do it. Don't you do it? Because I know you're about to do it. Stop. Don't do it. Don't reference the name of the podcast, please. But um, <laughs> too late. <laughs> um, I would even go as far as to say there's an infinite way of looking at something. Okay. It's all of a matter of perspective, uh-huh. right? If a teacher only can explain something one way, they don't understand what they're teaching. I personally believe, and I, th- and I think a lot of people can agree with this, is that a good teacher is somebody who can explain things in, I don't want to use the word infinite, but mm-hmm. in a multitude of ways. Like, there's always a way. That's why we can't just give up on people because everybody's yeah. different. We have to consider that every time. You send me videos that your colleagues take of you interacting with the children and stuff yeah. like that. Because you'll bring like your guitar to school um, and other things like to just personally have that connection and that interaction with the children, which is something that a lot of teachers don't do because it's either they either don't care enough or they just don't have the patience. I think you do a very good job with that, you know. And um, thank you. I'm pretty sure. These kids are gonna like, man, Mr. G. I, I'm not. I'm never gonna forget that. Remember that. Mm-hmm. Remember that moment, like at that time when, when he was, you know, playing this and this and that, or when he brought in this thing and we were doing this together. And but then overall, when they're moving on to the next grade, or when they're moving on to whatever other milestone in life or things like that, they're gonna think back, like the experience that they got from you being there, yeah, in the classroom with them or guiding them. That is an experience that they're not ever gonna forget. And I think that's, I think that's a really special thing. When I bring out the guitar to like troll the students, quote unquote, and mm-hmm. you know to play music around and yeah. make a random song out of nowhere, you know they act all tough. Oh man, you know I don't care about this music, right? Yeah. So one of the videos that I send you, which I will show you after this, um, where one of the students who was like, man, he, you know, he was acting like he didn't care, mm-hmm. and his head is down, yeah. right? And oh, was that the kid with the he had the hoodie on and and he was sitting with his back towards them, you or something this is like that? Student. This okay, is okay. Student. So one of those students, he he's acting tough. He don't care. He, you know, he he had his head down or whatever. Mm-hmm. I rewatched the video, and while I'm playing the music, he was tapping his foot the mm-hmm. entire time, and I was like. Oh, I, I'm not going to say his name for, you know, confidential purposes, whatever, student protection, whatever. Yeah. But he was tapping his foot the entire time while I'm playing the song. Right. And I you know, obviously I didn't see him tapping his foot because I'm not the one recording the video. I'm just, pl- you know, my perspective, I'm just playing the guitar and I'm just looking at the kids on top of their, you know, they have their heads on the desk or whatever. Or they well, you're, like, you're, you're yeah. multitasking. You're singing, you're playing and you're yeah. paying attention to these kids like one by one. So that's. That's crazy. It was a couple of days ago mm-hmm. when I noticed that. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. You see, you, you everything you, you said is exactly like that. Something, something yeah. between you and him connected. Yeah. In your method of opening up to mm-hmm. them or getting them to open up, and I tell you, you kind of met. I in always some way. get on their level. Yeah. Right. Or it's you know sometimes I can't always get on their level. Right. Right. I make sure I make the attempt to get on their level. You know, and and, I, and I'll be the first to admit sometimes my my fellow colleagues don't like that because they say, oh, you have to stay stern. Or I was like, no, you guys be stern. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, y'all do that, right? Mm-hmm. If you feel like you have to be all, you know, overly, do, do, overly you, assertive, overly assertive, yeah. do that. But while y'all doing that, I'm going to be behind the scenes 
doing the real work. No, 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 no. I, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't even say it's behind the scenes because you're literally putting yourself out there. It's not that easy for an adult to show a side of themselves yeah. to a child or a teenager in a way that's slightly vulnerable, uh, but not too vulnerable. But it's kind of like it, it gets them to react in a way that's like. I didn't know you could do that or like yeah. I didn't know you were like that like you know what you're not so bad after all you know like like that sort of thing yeah, and I'm a very chill person in general even to my students yeah but that also goes to show like when they're bullying or when they're teasing each other and then they see that I switched that in you know my entire temperament then they you know they see the impact of what they're doing as being entirely wrong there are times where I have to completely throw away that chill temperament because oh yeah you know yeah you know, I'm never, I'm n- no way in the world will I tolerate somebody being bullied yeah. or kids teasing other kids or whatever. But yeah, like I said, there will definitely come a time in their lives where they think back like, man, Mr. G, like, you know, he, he was a great teacher. But uh, getting back to your graduation day, something else happened oh, yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. And I know you've been I I know you've been waiting to talk about this and oh, like man. I said our our schedules have been so conflicting and we haven't been able to sit and actually talk about this but yes now that we're here and telling everybody pretty much you met someone someone that you're a very big fan of that you mentioned in our last episode you actually got the chance to have a meet and greet and it was a very memorable one at that and to see this person perform live how did that go and you can reveal who who it is too. T Pain. I finally got to meet T Pain. And what makes it so memorable? What makes that meeting so memorable is that that meeting and that concert was on the same day as my graduation. The same day. Same day. Now that it, doesn't happen. Often. It was not planned, uh-huh. right? Because when I bought those tickets, when those tickets were announced, there was no dedicated time for. Um, my graduation day it was a tba it was to be announced but for it to be on the same freaking day yeah i apologize no, no, no. for my french no but yo and i already explained earlier uh, about the surrealistic feeling that i felt graduating holy cow but that was like the icing on the cake that had to oh, be oh my that God. had to be and i got pictures to prove it guys it's yeah. there yeah. right i, yeah. I, I promise yeah. when you sent me the first picture of you and him i saved it because i was like yeah, yeah. And my reaction to it, I was like, yo, yeah. finally. I remember I was telling you beforehand, like, this is something you're you're not ever going to forget this. Like, the feelings going into it, you're counting the days, the hours, and the minutes. And then when it finally happens, it's just like, oh, my goodness. And then you think about all of that. Mm-hmm. If it was the high school version of me, mm-hmm. I would have ended up on CNN for, like, fainting and not getting up. because Really? Yeah, I was... <laughs> If I'm a big T-Pain fan now, back in the days, like in my high school days, like when he was at the top of the world or whatever, I idolize anything T-Pain. And the thing is, he had so much music and so much different styles. Mm -hmm. His music gave me confidence. I didn't have confidence to talk to a girl without listening to a T-Pain song. And side note, when I heard Buy You a Drink back in the days, I didn't know he was talking about alcohol. I, I mean, thought he was just being a gentleman, you know, you're nah, very thirsty. We, we I got sp- you. That's what I thought. We I was spoke like, about this. Yeah, I, I just wanted to share it. I did not know it was about alcohol. We spoke about this. I wish I could have told you this I years ago just, had I known you. I but, thought he yeah. was just being a gentleman. You know, you're thirsty. I got some water in the fridge. Oh, no. Ain't I got some to do apple water. juice. Oh, none of that. You. Some soda, you know, some root beer. Well, I'm sure you can make a drink with apple juice. And yes, you can. Yes, yeah, you can. but uh, 
Oh yeah, he definitely wasn't talking about. Um, no, he 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 was not. No, none of that. But stuff. I was young, you know. When when that's when when BioDrain came out, what I was, I must have been in the sixth grade. Alcohol was not even in my vocabulary back in the days. Back in those days, at least. Of course, it wasn't. Why would it be? Right. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> that would be. Yeah, I'm about to get me some Heineken. No, at age eleven, right? No. <laughs> not only did I get the meet and greet with T Pain, he's on tour right now. But the tour that he had. In his package was something called the Nappy Boy Gaming Experience, mm-hmm. which also included a meet and greet. And we also played video games together. We wow. played Halo Infinite. Because of that experience, I'm going to buy an Xbox and Halo Infinite. And he, mind yeah. you, he destroyed us in, in, in the video game. He, I mean, he must have had time to prepare. He, oh, he, he definitely did have time. Yeah. He annihilated our team. But me, I was just happy to be part of the process. Of course. As you should be. Is you, it you weird were, to say in, in that moment, I was yeah. I was happy that his character killed my character like three times? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I got killed by T-Pain. Oh my God, I got killed by T-Pain. Yo, it was just, it, I was, guess. it, was, it was like, you know, because he, he told us, this is my name. And, and I remember that. And every time when he killed me, I was like, yo, T-Pain, bro, yo, yo, chill, leave me alone. He's like, well, I got to do what I got to do. And you know me, I'm kind of a clown, so I'm always joking around. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. was commenting to the jokes that I was doing while I was getting murdered by everybody on his yeah. team. So I had the Nappy Boy gaming experience. I met him. And I haven't even talked about the concert yet. Oh, yeah, the concert. I haven't even talked about the concert yet. Yo, the concert itself... That was the icing on the cake. Really? Yeah. And I mentioned earlier how I held back my tears um, when I had the graduation. It was mm-hmm. when the concert was going on was when I cried. Really? Yeah. Wow. The tears Even before the concert happened, I called yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You called me, yeah. I think yeah. it was right after I met T-Pain. Oh, no. It was right after the gaming experience and right after I met him. I was like, yo, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't know who else to talk to because you, you, know, you were the best person to talk to because you've been through what I went through. Yeah. Um, to some degree, yes. right? Oh yes. yes. Oh, they will know. They're gonna find out. Okay. Yeah. I. I mean, I. I'll share that story. I have no problem sharing that. Yeah. But go ahead. But yeah, you know, you was the best person I could call. I was like, yo, it happened. I finally got the meal. Yeah. You know, because right after that, we just had to wait until um, the concert started, and we had like at least an hour before that started, which was good because we was able to secure our spots on the the general admission floor mm-hmm. so you know i got to stay in the front and you saw some of the videos i was right there and it was it was such a treat he was performing songs that right not to say that you had to be in the know but if you were following t-pain's career you know all the way from the beginning all the way up to now and you, and you was consistently checking up his new work you were rewarded at that concert mm-hmm. you were rewarded and when when he was playing those songs that I did not expect him to play because he was playing some, he was like performing like, some album songs. Yeah. Like some throwback stuff. That was when stuff. I cried. Yeah. That's when I was Really? Like, and I had to like, you know, wipe my tear real quick because I'm a man. Yeah. You know, I, didn't, I was like, nah, oh, y'all ain't going to see these tears. That's okay. Oh, I'm going to put these tears in my pocket after no. I wipe it with the tissue. No, I mean, it's, it's nothing wrong with that. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's just, it's, it's tears of joy. And I think that's another thing that's just like, to cry tears of joy is really, it's something. I don't even know how to describe, but it's a really, really good feeling. It's a really good feeling, you know, to cry of happiness. Isn't that a weird thing? Because we always associate crying with like, you know, yeah. sadness or with anger or something like that. But to have it connected to such a powerful moment in a really, really, really good way. It's I, just, I never thought about it until now, until you just bring it up. That would also explain why, you know, like some men, and I guess some women as well, Right when they're getting married, they cry. Yeah, because they're so happy that 
that moment that they're about to experience it's like it can't be topped yeah, yeah. Right? and it makes sense and i never thought and about it like um that. i i guess it's uh the realization of like this is a milestone we did it you know like we did it i'm not married i wouldn't i wouldn't know but i would assume that the joy that comes with that is is like I've seen you in many different ways prior to this, but now I see you in this way and it's so captivating, you know, and it makes me look forward to what's next. This is one milestone, but there's so much. I can't wait. You know, like I can't wait. (laughs) I'm just assuming this is what it it may feel like. I think that's why that's such a powerful moment. But yeah, that's that's nice. Very happy for you. I I understand that feeling. That was also one of the first things I, when we first started like talking, when we first met each other and, you know, we were sharing like music. I would always mention the T-Pain thing. T-Pain always played such a big part of my life. There was no way you could know me and not know that I was was not a fan of T-Pain. And still, for that to happen on the same day as my graduation, yeah, it's mind blowing. It yeah. is mind blowing, right? For those who don't believe me, you can look at Brooklyn College 2022 graduation commencement, <laughs> and you can look at T Pain's tour, and you will see that what I'm saying is a real thing. The reason why I'm I'm breaking it down like this because I still can't believe it happened. I, I still can't believe I it know. happened. I, I told you this, and I guess I guess this is my segue into the story. Man, I haven't told this story in a very long time, but um, I kind of gave you an idea. I don't want to say I told you, but I kind of gave you an idea of what it would be like because when I met Paramore, listen, listen, I didn't cry. There was no tears involved, but it was just like, I couldn't believe it. You know, I really couldn't believe it. I was very excited uh, leading up to it, honestly, but um, I guess I can tell a story. So for those of you who don't know, there were five members of Paramore, right? And uh, two of them had left. And then the lineup changed, but uh, I had met Haley Williams, Jeremy Davis, and Taylor York. She's a singer. Jeremy was the bass player. And Taylor York, the guitarist. Their drummer left, Zach Farrow. So he left, and he came back to the band, but then Jeremy left. I never told anybody this, but I met Zach twice with him leaving Paramore after his shows. I, I went to his Half Noise. That's the name of his um his band. I went to I went to two shows. We talked for a long time. Like we talked for a long time after the shows. Uh, we took pictures together, things like that. And whenever he's toured here in the U.S., a New York show always falls on the date that my grandmother passed away. And one of the days, yeah, I don't think it was both days that I met him, but I know for sure there was one day, the second time, the second and last time that I had met him. I'm sure I'll meet him again. I'm just putting that out there. But the second time that I met him, which was an incredible experience, we talked for a long time and it was on the day that my grandmother had passed away. But I think it was like 10 years had gone by at that point. So it just felt like it just felt so special. It was it was such a nice thing. When I met Haley, Jeremy, and Taylor, that was that was something. Everything leading up to it, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm finally gonna meet them. I'm finally gonna meet them. Like, what do I do? What do I say? Like, how is this gonna go? Like, how quick is it gonna be? Because I always heard meet and greets are just like thirty seconds, if that, thirty seconds to a minute, and then you just probably two minutes, and you just go about your business. Yeah. But um, there was a person in front of me. And they went and, you know, they took their pictures and things like that and got to say hello and have conversations. And I'm just I'm just standing there staring at them. And I'm like, 
I've listened to them for so many years, and here you are. Not at, not all five members, but you know, like you're here, like you're actually here in front of me, kind of thing. It's, it's crazy. And I remember I walked up to Haley. She's the first person I saw, and her hair was um like a bluish green at the time and um i've always thought jeremy was like the coolest he's one of the coolest guys ever so i couldn't even look him in the eye i don't know why i couldn't i just really couldn't even look at him but i was just like oh my gosh he's right here he's right here because i had this phase where i really wanted to dress like him so he was in my in the corner of my eye but i just couldn't look at him i don't know why it wasn't anything rude or anything i was just so i don't want to say starstruck um but it was just like oh my gosh like he's right here i don't know what to say so i'm just gonna look the other way i remember i gave my phone to the person who was taking the pictures and i said please could you burst photo whatever i don't care how it turns out just burst photo it right I, i want every second of this like please just every second of it i don't even need a video i just need every second of this unfortunately over time i lost all the photos and i only have like two left but yeah yeah very sad but it is what it is it was the monumentor uh, that they would co-headlining with fallout boy so Haley says she's like you know hey so how's it going i'm like i'm good i was like guys i don't know what else to say but i'm just so thankful like thank you so 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 much thank you so much you know like for, for everything that you guys do and stuff like that they gave these posters out too for everybody that attended the show and my thing was i was like if i can get them to sign anything it it has to be this so i was like i know my time with you guys is pretty short but i was just wondering if i could get a quote from each of you it's hanging in my room i'll I'll show you afterwards but no you've seen it before you've seen it before yeah but i asked them each for a different quote and they were just like oh my gosh this is hard this is hard like oh man like they were really looking at each other confused Mm -hmm. but it was such a moment it was just the four of us sure there were people waiting in line to get their turn and there was the crew around or whatever like the backstage crew and then they were there was the the person taking the pictures but like i actually got to speak to three of my idols in a way you know and it was it was it was wonderful it was wonderful and then i took pictures with them and then the crazy thing about it is jeremy puts his arm around me and i'd oh my goodness i didn't know what (laughs) I didn't know what to do with myself. I'm just like, oh, man. <laughs> I got to say something to him, but I didn't. I ended up not saying anything to him at all. They all, you know, they they did their signing and we and we took our pictures or whatever. And um, I was just so happy. Like, I was so happy. I was, Nobody could tell me anything. Like, they could have told us, like, okay, so after this meet and greet, the show's done. Like, there, there's a big storm coming or something like that. I really wouldn't have cared. Like, I really, I really wouldn't have cared. You could have sent me home right then and there. Like, it, it was great. And the final thing that I remember was uh, I was just walking away because I knew I had to cut it short. People were looking like, you're kind of dragging this along. And I'm like, but it's, <laughs> but it's my favorite <laughs> band. Yeah. And um, I turned and I was like, thank you guys so much, Um, you know have a great show and i turned and walked away and then Haley, she's like all right well bye and i turned back and i was like bye and i waved bye and and so did uh jeremy and taylor and i think i really did want to cry i wanted to cry yeah. like i really wanted to cry i'm just like oh my gosh i finally met paramore and i kept telling everybody and from that day forward and stuff like that so yeah i i totally understand after that day happened for me and then seeing the whole show and everything like it was great I knew that 
it was something that I wasn't ever going to forget. Well, I don't want to say all the way down, but going all the way to PA, all the money that I was like saving up leading up to that and, and just everything, you know, just all of that. And I'll, I'll never forget it. You know, that, that all of that was an experience, you know, in, in itself, that was a separate thing in itself. Like I met four of the five members of Paramore. It's crazy. Yeah. So that's what I was telling you. I'm like, it's going to be in your mind for a very long time. You, you know? are, you were absolutely right about that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. Every day since that moment happened, I go back to look at the pictures to make sure that they really did. Oh, it, which is it's like, going to be like this for months. <laughs> Trust me. It's going to be like this for months. Like, because the smile that like, comes happened, on your yeah. face and you're just like, oh my God, I can't believe you know? it. I and can't believe it. My only regret, because I was so starstruck, I didn't tell T-Pain that I had graduated that same day. Right. Instead of me saying that I graduated, I said a joke. Yeah. Because of who I am. So something in me was saying, let me just show T-Pain the real Garvin. I already know that this graduation happened the same time as this concert. Mm-hmm. right? Even though it probably would have been cool if T-Pain knew. I just wanted to say things and let him respond to it, which is exactly what happened. I'm so just re-going back to that time. Over like, the moon about it. Yo, yeah. yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I totally understand. Like, I'm so biased of that experience. I can't trade it for anything. Right. Yes, you bought the ticket to get to the venue, you know, yeah. but the moment, the interaction, the the yeah. everything that only you would personally understand, mm-hmm. you know, from what you took away from those moments, only you would understand what all that feels like. That's why it's something you're not ever going to forget. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it it's like that, you know? No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly yeah. like that. And um it's gonna be a story that i'm just gonna keep saying over and over and over and you know and you know i didn't even mention this what was also cool about that moment mm-hmm. or that experience was that i i got to meet other people like me yeah. other people who shared the same type of passion for t-pain's artistry i wasn't the only one we would talk about songs that we all were interested in. i was like what you know that song yeah it was just so organic it was so natural all right, so now we're going to get into the words of wisdom segment. And um, you said you wanted to share something that T-Pain actually, something that he has said that you've carried in your life. Go ahead. Um, I wouldn't say it was a long period of time, but this is like something he started like saying recently mm-hmm. for the past like two years. And I've just, and it's something that always resonates with me. And it's always something that I like to share with everybody. So T-Pain says, when you lie, you create problems in the future. But when you tell the truth, you create problems in the past, right? Because we're moving forward. So it doesn't matter what's going on in the past. Because as long as you pave your way to the future and you clear out that path, the future will always be a lot easier to deal with. There's going to be less obstacles. But when you're lying and then those lies, they accumulate. Mm -hmm. And they, they will always be an obstacle, that comes with those lies that you tell. Because sometimes, in fact, most of the times when you're lying, sometimes you would forget the lies that you even said. And then when you come across the obstacle, you're like, oh, shoot, I lied my way to get to this point. And now here's this crazy situation that I put myself in. That's why it's always good to tell the truth. And I have to give T-Pain credit for that. I don't know if he got it from somebody else or if it came from him. If it came from him, even better. Yeah. But that's something that, that I'm like always going to... St- stick with me and i always like to tell the truth yeah right i will always tell the truth moving forward so leon since you 
mentioned that awesome Paramount story. Do you have any quotes that, you know, that resonates with you in like a similar fashion? I like to look back at old interviews and um, not just with them, with many of the artists that, that I'm a fan of. I, li- I like interviews. I like watching live performances and, and things like that. And Haley has a habit of, she has a habit of talking in between songs and things like that. It was back in 2016, I believe it was, uh, Parahoy, which is like a cruise thing that Paramore likes to do. If they'll keep doing it, I'm not too sure. But it was back in 2016, and they were about to perform Hate to See Your Heartbreak because the song is dedicated to Taylor. And there's a thing that she said before, then that's like, it's stuck with me ever since then. And every so often, I go back and I, and I listen to it over and over. I've applied some of it in some shape or form to this podcast as a whole or i think just life in general and this too she said happiness should never be the goal and Mm. yeah happiness should never be the goal when i first heard it i'm like what what does that even mean i didn't get it but the older i got it kind of started to make a little bit of sense and the reason why i think i get it now and what i try to apply to life is i don't want to do things because i think it'll make me happy I didn't start this podcast because I thought it would make me happy. Plenty of moments, you you know about this more than anybody, plenty of moments where I felt like I was kicking myself in the gut. None of this was out of happiness, I would say. I mean, the result makes me happy. Like, it's happiness, but um, every bit of everything that I put into this and what I try to put into the things that I bring into my life going forward is, is I think, what Haley was getting at. It. Things should be done more so out of love. Or maybe that's how I translate it. Like, this podcast is made from the fact that this is something I really love to do. Yes, it makes me happy to some degree, but overall, this is a thing that I love to do, you know? And that. not just that. Music and the things around around my house, you know, that I invest my time in and things like that. And when you think about love, love is something that is unconditional. Even going forward, you know, whenever the time comes for me to be a boyfriend again and a fiance again and eventually a husband and a father and so on i don't want any of that to be out of happiness i don't want to be with someone because because happiness is the goal i don't want to date someone because happiness is the goal i don't want to have children with someone because happiness is the goal nothing like that like every bit of that every bit of everything going forward has to be out of love and not in a way that's like i have to love i have to love to a certain extent but it's my my heart has to be in it you know i I guess that's the the closest relation to love is is you know your heart but like my my heart has to be really into it or my heart really has to be into the woman or um whatever i bring into my life it's it's hard to explain this but I, i hope you guys understand or maybe that's what life is kind of telling me to take away from some of those words thank yeah, you for sharing I that i don't know i i don't <laughs> know no, that actually yeah that actually changed my perspective on that i feel like with what you just shared i can give better advice on certain things when when i'm helping people with some of their whatever obstacles they're going through and yeah you're right happiness should not be the goal happiness is the product of what comes after love and you know once you're you know once you put yourself into something it's kind of like with me teaching right i don't think about it and like it's just something that's in me that you know yeah. but it's I'm, something you love to do it's something that i love to do yeah no matter if it's a good day or a bad day uh before we wrap up the show actually 
Cause it's what time is it? It's getting late. It's two thirty in the morning. <laughs> uh, but before we wrap up the show, there's um there's a moment that I experienced. So I I went to spend some time with one of my really close uh, childhood friends for his birthday. His birthday was that weekend. His fiance and his mom and myself like we just kind of went out it felt really good because it was just for me personally it was a break away from everything it was a break away from the normalcy of not normalcy but it feels like it's just been a routine of you know i'm, I'm home i'm at work back home back at work repetitive uh, at that point and i make time for what i can in between but um yeah it, it just felt really good to step out of that my close friend his fiance she invited a friend and her significant other and the friend introduce herself to well we introduce ourselves to each other and right away she says i'm familiar with who you are i've heard your podcast and i did not know how to take that i didn't acknowledge it throughout the rest of the day i didn't really know what to say but it was just stuck in my mind listen i don't see things like that when when i sit down and record episodes like this i didn't ever 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 picture something like that happening so for someone who i don't know to come up to me who lives in a state that i don't even go to I'm very grateful. I'm very, very grateful. You know, so I, I really, I just wanted to publicly apologize. I, I, even now, I don't even know how to get the words out because it's just like unbelievable. You know, it's just unbelievable for something like that to have happened. And um, I'm very grateful. If she still chooses to listen to the podcast after that encounter, that first encounter with me, I'd want her to know, like, you know, I'm, I apologize. But, you know, I, I appreciate it. I really do that's uh that's our show for now i'm really looking forward to next episode like i'm really garvin you know because i've been telling you i'm really just gonna put one word out there paramore mm, there you go. that's it that's all i'm gonna say any shout outs or anything you want to give before I get my plugs and stuff. Well, my shout out to the More To It podcast. Oh, boy. Thank you for having me over a second time. It was quite the experience. I appreciate it. It is an honor. You, of all people, know how much I support this podcast. Yo, you, listen, so you, I, listen. It's, it's, it's a, it's a thank pleasure you. to be a part of no, this. No, thank you, because... Thank you, because you you've been very supportive. Yeah. You know, not to say that anybody else hasn't. No, we all we trust me. We all put our part yeah, into it. Yeah, but man, thank you yeah. so much, man. Like, oh yeah, my goodness, I appreciate this opportunity you've given me, especially when you gave me the opportunity to talk about T Pain and you know yeah. my experience there. What better place to do it on the podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, so. yeah. And it's so fitting. You know, there was more to that story than the picture. People on Instagram, they're just gonna see the picture. Yeah, but. There's more to that picture, which I was fortunate enough to, to share here. Yeah, and my only shout out is for everybody to just do your best. Trust me, certain obstacles may feel like it's difficult, but you'll be surprised how much endurance we have once we put our mental in, in gear. We're, we're always capable of doing better. Any uh, questions or different opinions, you can shoot an email over to more to it podcast so that's m-o-r-e the number two i-t-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com uh you can follow the show on instagram at more to it podcast but there's no number two in the name it's just m-o-r-e-i-t-p-o-d-c-a-s-t thank you everybody for everything
we're gonna get out of here now like i said we have life to live and we need to both get some sleep thank you so much for everything take care everybody